time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Getting it started with a brand new one from Stacey Dykus. That is called Kneel Down. A little bit different than some of the stuff we've been playing, particularly since the last song, She, which was a little bit darker and grittier. This one, very, very beautiful. Kneel Down was recorded at a couple of different studios. Ocean Way Studios in Nashville and Red Feather Recording in Smyrna. Kind of a cool deal with that. And, of course, uh, David Dix, who was a part of Blackwood, helped out with that. We're going to have them on the show tonight as well, along with part two of my conversation with Caleb Lake coming your way. Going to get a really neat perspective as to what it's like to make it as a solo artist when there's so many other bands and, and artists and musicians out there all vying for the same attention. So more with Caleb coming your way tonight. Got the debut of a brand new band, Halo Scars. That's coming your way tonight, along with a whole lot more. So glad to have you on board. Let's do Gravel Switch. Their new one is called Spell. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Oh, man. 
around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Z97.5, that is Shallowside out of Coleman, Alabama. The worst kind. Their brand new tune. Life very, very good for Shallowside right now. They are out pounding the pavement on tour and of course finally starting to get a lot of the recognition that most of us already recognize that band for. Meaning that there are other stations and music outlets that are finally paying attention to Shallowside. It's about damn time. I am Samantha Knight. Uh, big ups to Modern Primate, Nero Vatra and a few other bands last night. They got together at the 404 Bar and Grill in Nashville. 
special for a benefit show, really. A feast of friends. A whole bunch of different bands putting together uh, goodies for a great cause. They were raising, um, putting together boxes of like clothing and uh, hygiene items and all that kind of good stuff for the Eden Center. And we're doing it to raise awareness of the dangers of drug abuse and fentanyl overdose, which is uh, crazy bad in this country right now. So congratulations to Modern Primate for a successful show that they had last night. Let's check them out with Lockdown.
Around the region on Z97.5 from the Lexington, Kentucky area. That is pedestrians with their latest called Say Grace. I am Samantha. I joined once again by Caleb Lake. Part two of our conversation getting underway when we left off last week. We were kind of talking about, uh, you know, Caleb feels like an old soul, not only with what it is he enjoys for music, but his style of of playing and singing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of... Um I mean, stuff like Dream Theater that's oh, super yes. complex and everything yeah. like that. But I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like having something very simple that that gets a point across mm-hmm. uh, w- with with, you know, blues influences. That's that's really 
my yeah. my forte and what I want to do. Well, so. I think you you would probably agree with this statement then that you know, and a lot of people don't realize that if it wasn't for blues, we wouldn't have rock. And exactly. Roll. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is the you know, and I'm one of those people that will be okay. We can, we can argue about who came first, Black Sabbath or or Led Zeppelin, as right. far as who's the godfather yeah. of, of of the metal or whatever. They both equally contributed, but to me, it's like if you don't have Black Sabbath, you don't have the rest of it. Right. Black Sabbath had that dark sludge. Zeppelin's got the groove right yeah and without those bands metal today as we know it, exactly. a lot of the rock even just even a lot of the the new rock that we play those those wouldn't exist yeah well and everyone, without that foundation yeah everyone credits um like sabbath with um you know pioneering metal and, yeah but there like, would be no sabbath without the beatles right you and, know and then uh there would be no there would be no sabbath or led zeppelin without elvis and right there would not be an elvis without without Chuck Berry, BB yes. King, stuff like that. So yes. it all it all kind of kind of you know tears down into into the basics. And we could go so. down a whole rabbit hole with that because then that'll connect to the gospel because you bring up the Elvis yeah. thing and it's like yes. okay, yes, Elvis did a lot of gospel and a lot of that gospel is based in that old blues, exactly Delta blues, yes. Mississippi blues, all of that. Like it's based in that old stuff. So to me, like that is the foundation for everything. Yeah. And I mean, how we even play, we'll, we'll play, um, you know, yellow lead better from Pearl jam. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's, that's a very strange song. And then we'll turn around and, and every time I hear that song, I got to think of lead belly, even though it's not theirs. Yeah. But then we turn around and we'll play Nirvana's cover and be like, no, that's not a Nirvana song kids. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> the dude went to prison for murder and made some amazing music while he was in yeah. there. Like, his letters, his letters are the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was fascinating to be like, God, this dude killed people. Yeah, and he wrote some incredible yeah. music. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's interesting to see how all of the dots are connected. And if somebody tried to draw out the family tree, it would be like the most elaborate branch filled. Exactly. Like, oh my God! Like I don't yeah. even know where to start reading this. Yeah, but it's it's interesting that um, the different influences that you have, and for as young as you are, to take such, I guess, for lack of a better word, to take such comfort in that sound yeah. and that style. Yeah, and I mean, I think I do have a lot to credit to my parents, too, yeah. because, like I said, I grew up listening to country, but thankfully we kind of... <laughs> shifted went, away from that. Shifted away from that, and uh, I don't know, it's 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 kind of cool just to think about, you know, you start with your parents, you know, kind of music, and then you just start building on top of yeah. that, you know, bands that they never listened to. That Did either one of them or either one of no, them no, musical? No, they're... Um, they just had an outstanding record collection. I, I Well, you know, we, we listened to mixed CDs when I was little. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah, we, we listened to a lot of that, and, you know, I, I listened to CDs up until I, a couple of years ago. So I, I, do, I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. I, I, I mean, I... Being a musician, I know that it's not the industry is changing. So I, much. I I don't even make a full cent off of of each stream. That, Let's that talk I have. about that because yes. that's a unique perspective to have. Because yes. and, and again, this is this is a conversation I've had with others in this studio, um, doing radio for a long time, and so I have watched the entire horizon just flip and i can remember when napster first came out and everybody's like oh lars ulrich and metallica's just being a selfish little bitch no no he's not he was right because that was the beginning of the end it was the it how people consume their music right you know you used to back in the day back in back in my clinics would get off my lawn days <laughs> you used to sit there with your little you know radio shack tape recorder and put it up against the radio hoping for your favorite song that's how we made mixtapes back in the day and you know 
hearing something on the radio and being like, okay, I got to find out. I'm going to go to the record store the day that that comes out and I'm going to buy it and all these, you know. Yeah. And then pretty soon it was like, you know, vinyl cassettes that all went away. CDs worth 30 bucks. Now it's completely opposite. You can get a CD for 10 bucks if you can find one. Yeah. And the vinyl's $30. Yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, some people, Shinedown even did this. Shinedown put out a cassette of their latest. Who still has a working cassette? Player? I know. <laughs> like, is that yeah. still a thing, or are we going to start making yeah. Walkmans again? Like, I don't. <laughs> it's very interesting to see how it has changed, and I, I think the unfortunate part is a lot of that magic has been stripped away. Yeah. Um, even the magic of having a physical copy of something, and you like, you sit. I want to read the booklet. I want to look at the pictures. I'm going to read the lyrics. I want to read all of the thank exactly. yous. Yeah. You know, take it to a show and be like, hey, can you sign this? For yeah. Me? And in this day and age, it's like people's. Attention spans are like that. Yeah. Goldfish have longer attention spans yeah. than humans now, which is really kind of scary. <laughs> but to get them to listen to something and break out, try to get your stuff on the radio, try to get a deal. I mean, none of that is what it used to be. And right. I think I think maybe there's a little bit of a, a resurgence to the DIY as opposed to yes. everyone rushing out trying to get signed to a record label because that's not all it's cracked up to right. be. Again, yeah. because that that deal with Napster was kind of like that first domino. Yeah. So everybody's like, change how you consume. People don't even necessarily consume through the radio like they used to either. They want to stream. They want to skip all the BS. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But I still want to be able to come to a show and be like, holy cow, I really, really like you. I want to buy a CD. Mm-hmm. And a young artist like you are going to be like, yeah, I don't I don't, ha- I don't have those because yeah. they're expensive to make. They are expensive to they're make. They're expensive to make. They are. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a double-edged sword because, you know, you make most of your money on merch yes. nowadays. And Whereas they used to make money on selling records or, yeah. or CDs. It or, was a small percent, but yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I, I hate I hate the fact that I can't, you know, make my money back. That Because, I, I mean, these things aren't, e- they're, they're not cheap to right. record right. by any means. Studios are expensive. Right. And, but on the on the flip side of that, it's, it's a lot easier now for people to go the independent route. For yeah. example, like Dirty Honey. Yeah. They're the first they're the first unsigned band to hit, hit number, number one. one. Absolutely. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And they're still unsigned because yeah. because they can do that, you know? I think they um, figured out real quickly with 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 the success they had on that first album. Like we, we don't we don't need all the BS. Right. We'll yeah. Ourselves. And and it's a lot easier for, you know, Hey Siri, what's this song? You know? Right. It, it 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 makes it a lot easier for people to be able to find you online um, as opposed to, like you said, whenever you used to tape record a radio yeah. show and hope hope, hope that somebody hope knew what it. that yeah, song yeah. was, you know, um, it's a lot easier for people to figure out who you are. Right.
Around the region on Z97.5, it is Caleb Lake, his new tune called War. Caleb joining me in studio right now. And it's been a very unique conversation and a very unique perspective as a solo artist and what it's been like. started to say when we, when we began this was the lack of money that's made on a stream. Yes. So it used to be that, you, you know, you go throw down $10 for, for a record, whatever, CD, tape, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the artist would get a percentage of it. Then they've got to go hit the road and tour. And what most people don't realize is like that invisible credit card comes out from the record label to front all of that yeah. and hope that they make it back. And people were like, oh, well, you know, you've got 10,000 followers. You got 10 million streams out of those 10,000 followers. How much is 10,000 streams actually going to make you? 10 bucks? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. It's, I mean, in some cases, it's not. I mean, and, I, and it's, it's been a while, but I've seen the breakdowns between YouTube and Hell, even when MySpace was still around and like Spotify, Pandora, all of those things. And it shows all of these different streaming services and it breaks it down. Most of it's not even a full penny. Yeah, it's it's uh, man. I, it's been a while since I've looked this up. I think I think Spotify is the the lowest out of any of them. And I think it's point zero zero one six of a cent yeah. per stream, which I is think. nothing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So no. your your big royalty check comes at the end of the year for sixty three cents. Right. Try not to spend it all at once. Yeah, you know. I because uh, I go through CD Baby for the distribution and my my single. They're really good with independent artists. They I, are. I admire them. They are. Um, my single "Call Me the Devil." It's been out since twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and I have made twenty five dollars on it in five years. Yes, almost. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. And so well, a lot of people, and, and I, this is why I wanted this, this conversation is important right now yeah. because this is something I can scream about till I'm blue in the face is stop stealing the music. Yeah. Sure. It's easy to go listen to it on YouTube or any of the other services, or if you've got the ability to like hit play and record it onto something else, all of these, you know, it was Napster, it was LimeWire, it was all of these things where it was just, th- I'm like, you're taking food out of somebody's mouth. Yeah. Then that's what you don't understand. They don't make all the money that you think they do. And, you know, the, the ones who were signed, again, that invisible credit card is, is up there and the charges yeah. are racking up and all that's got to be paid. You know, uh, you can even look back as it was it's uh, either NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. I can't remember. They blur together. But Lou Pearlman was their manager. He's the same guy that discovered or created new kids on the block or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it was Backstreet Boys and millions and millions and millions and millions of records sold out arenas, all of this stuff. Each one of those five guys made three hundred and eighty some odd thousand dollars. That was it. Yeah, he was taking forty percent. That's a whole nother yeah, story. That's a, yes. <laughs> but it's like they don't make the money that you think because when you sign that deal, it's like okay, well, the lawyers have to be paid, the producers, the mixers, yeah. the mailroom boy will get paid before you do. So it's kind of refreshing to see things come back to that you know the do-it-yourself grassroots yeah. kind of deal. But at the same time, for you as a musician, it's got to be a little bit frustrating because. How do you break through? How do you break through the noise that's exactly. out there? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest and say I have no clue. Cause I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, you just do your thing. I just do my thing. And, and if people, if people like the music, they like the music. And if not, you know, they can find someone else to listen to or whatever. But I mean, I, the, the thing about me is that was, I, I I'm not going to say I would turn down. If someone tried to sign me, let's just throw a hypothetical out there. Yeah. I'm not saying I would, I would turn it down. But what people don't understand is they get really excited about these record deals, you know, understandably so. But um, they have to sign all of their rights yeah. over to the masters that they recorded. This uh, it was a big problem with Taylor Swift, the, her first album. Yeah. The the company that signed her, they own all of the masters right. to all of her original Which music. Which is the two things. Here's the piece of advice. 
Hang on to your merch rights. Yes. Hang on to your publishing. Yes. Because those two things, if you don't have a hold of your publishing, someone else owns all of that exactly. stuff. And I mean, you know, Slipknot was as, Slipknot, as heavy as they are, Slipknot has been super successful as far as the finances go because they held on to those two things. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. We didn't sell the records. We don't, whatever. We've got our publishing. We've got our merch. Yeah. And yeah. those are the two things you absolutely have to, to yeah. keep a hold of. Yeah. Which so, I, I think it's something that nobody knows that they needed to, to negotiate now. Right. Um, I always so. read the fine print. And now they do 360 deals. So it's like they take those, those sharks will take part of everything. Yeah. That's the unfortunate part. You know? Yeah. And you get one reptile for yourself. Yeah. When, and the people sign these, uh, you know, re- the multi thousand dollar record deals, um, for different companies, sometimes even multi-million, but yeah. they don't, they don't realize that the, they're paying you and they're hoping that you make their money back. So you're really not right. making that much money. Right. That's what I said. It's so, like an invisible credit card. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. like you, you get loaned that money and it's all going to get paid back before you actually make a profit on it. It's really just kind of a, a horrid racket because at the end of the day, as, as an artist, you want to be able to make a living right. with your art. Yeah. Not have to have a day job, not have to worry about where the next meal comes from or the next month's rent or or whatever. It's like there's there's got to be days where it's just like, man, why am I doing this? Yeah. But then... Something's got to remind you how much you love your art. Yeah. And you do it for the love of the art, not the paycheck. Yes. Yeah. Well, my my dog reminds me of that all the time. <laughs> uh, you do all this to so your dog and have a good life. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know um, that feeling. <laughs> honestly, I, it's just uh, it's just one of those things that I, you know, I this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Uh-huh. People people always say, you know, uh, remember me when you're famous and stuff like right. that. And I, I don't care about being famous. I just, my dream, which a lot of bands have done and a lot of bands will continue to do, my dream is to tour. I want to see the United States or the world or whatever right. it is before before I'm you know too old to remember. <laughs> um, I want to I want to see everything. I want I want to tour with with my best friends that will you know love the same kind of music as me. Mm-hmm. And, and get up, get up! it's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C ninety seven five. When the fever broke, we were speaking in tongues. Lying to each other at the top of our lungs Tales were told and the songs were sung We left the doors wide open, let the wild dogs run As we were lying to each other at the top of our
New from The Great Affairs out of Nashville, Tennessee. It's called Fever Breaks. I am Samantha Knight. Hope you are enjoying tonight's show. And I had a conversation last Sunday with the gentleman of Blackwood. That will be coming your way in just a couple of weeks on Rock Around the Region. Some of them you will know as they were in a band called Stack. Got a new singer, did a few new things, and now they are Blackwood. You can check them out on Facebook. Blackwood Music is where you will find them there. This is Inundated One. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Region on Z97.5, Broken Side, and a new tune called Black Waters. You can find that on their Fathom EP. If you have not picked up a copy of this, I'm telling you, you need to. They worked really hard on it. You can tell it sounds phenomenal. All of the songs on it, amazing. Broken Side out of Knoxville, Tennessee. I am Samantha Knight. we got just a couple of things left, including introducing you to a brand new band from here in Tennessee when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Region on Z97.5, breaking. That is brand new from Brave New World. <laughs> I do need a break, I can tell you that. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the program, spending the hour with me, getting your ears wrapped around some great artists from right here in our own neighborhoods, as it were. A big thank you to Caleb Lake for being my guest. We've got more with Caleb in just a couple of weeks. Next week will be an encore presentation of what you're hearing now because of the Thanksgiving holiday. But we will have more with Caleb Lake on the show. And as I said, uh, in just a couple of weeks, Blackwood will be my guest. You want to be a guest on this show? Send me your stuff. You can find me on Facebook, Samantha Knight Radio, or you can email me, Samantha at Z975.com. Samantha Knight Radio is exactly how uh, this next band found me. They come from Northeast Tennessee, I believe is what they told me. They call themselves Halo Scars. Lord of Hate getting its debut. It's Rock Around the Region on Z975. We'll see you next time. Take my-
Never!